The Nationalist, Tuesday the 15th of February 2022. Main Stories Heartbreak at Sad Death of Hannah, Age 6. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Hannah Marie Snoddy, a girly girl who loved Barbie and unicorns, was laid to rest on Friday morning at the age of just six. Hannah, the youngest daughter of Sam and Marie Snoddy, died after a brave fight against a brain tumour which was just diagnosed in July. She'd been playing on a bouncy castle that her parents had organised for her sixth birthday when she got dizzy and fell. Her brain tumour diagnosis came four days later, and she was treated in Crumlin Children's Hospital and Temple Street Children's Hospital. She passed away at home in Gregalugnerny on Tuesday the 8th of February. She fought and fought and fought. She had everything explained to her and she understood what was happening as long as her daddy explained it to her, said her devastated mother, Marie Nee Hutton. She was such a strong little woman. Sam added, Hannah was always smiling and she never complained even all through that terrible painful illness. She loved doing her hair and makeup with everyone, but especially with her three sisters. She was the youngest in the family. She was the princess, her father continued. She loved dressing up and putting on little shows. Hannah was the much-loved sister of Rebecca, Joshua, Katie, Megan, Jacob and Sam. Hannah attended Montessori School Ballon Ratho Child Care Centre before going on to the Gael School in Carlow. She was a lovely little girl, bubbly, friendly and made friends easily. She made great friends from the day she came into us. We always smile when we think of her, said Helen Murphy, manager of the Child Care Centre. In the Gael School she was in Moontor Danielle's class in junior infants and Moontor Jill's class in senior infants. The whole school community is devastated by her death and former school principal Angeli Gallig, who retired just before Hannah got sick, paid tribute to her on the RIP website. Marie, Sam, Augustan Clowner Fad, Kovrono Kreeliv, August Hannah Alling, Imaha Uiv Kholua. Colleen Bjogloite, who will always hold a special place in the hearts of all who knew and loved her. Gra Moor Khuiv Galair, she said. Sam said, Hannah had great friends. It was in her nature to look after everyone else first. That was the kind of girl she was. She always wanted to make sure everyone else had what they needed, even us. She wanted to make sure we were okay too. And Marie, heartbroken, continued, Hannah was like an old woman. She was always cleaning and hoovering around the house. She loved being out in the shed with her dad too. She loved animals and used to look after her red hens. When she couldn't go outside, we brought the hens inside the house so she could see them. Hannah spent the last eight months of her life since her diagnosis going in and out of hospital. Sam and Marie would like to thank all those who treated Hannah and took care of her in Temple Street and Crumlin. They also want to thank the Bumbulance Children's Ambulance Service, Laura Lynn Children's Hospice, Avine's Pink Tie and the Ronald MacDonald House in Crumlin for all their help and support. Throughout her illness, Hannah and her family wanted her home in Gregalug as much as possible, and when she was able, the family would head off to Cullenstown Beach, County Wexford, as often as they could. She loved Cullenstown. She'd get her fish and chips in Kilmore Quay and go on then to the beach. She loved the feeling of sand on her feet. When she came out of hospital in August, we went straight down to Cullenstown. 
She loved it there and remembered all the children that she'd met there and their dogs, said Marie. She was an incredible little woman. Her favourite singer was Freddie Mercury and she sang Bohemian Rhapsody all the way home from the beach. Sam and Marie asked Hannah's lifelong friend, Pastor John Lowry, to say prayers at their house on Friday morning, surrounded by Hannah's family and friends, before she was brought to Ratho Cemetery, where she was laid to rest beside her beloved Granny Teresa Hutton. The love we have in our house is incredible. We told Hannah that we loved her every day, and she told us too. She was an incredible little woman, said Sam. Hannah is deeply regretted by her parents, sisters, brothers, granddad Toss, aunts and uncles, cousins and her friends. Man killed in house in Ballyconnell was a good man and father. Article by Michael Tracy. The heartbroken family of a man killed in Ballyconnell Tullow last week have described him as a good man and father. Joris Viktorovs, age 36, received fatal injuries on Thursday evening after a dispute arose in a house. Mr Viktorovs, a separated father of two and Latvian national, had been living in the Tullow area for the last six years and had recently been staying in the Ballyconnell property. He was a good person, he was smart, said his former wife Cynthia and mother of their two children. He loved his children, loved music and cars. His dream was going rallying. He was really smart, whether it was about the universe or history, he could talk about it all. The news of his death has been devastating for his family. We are still hoping the door will open and that he will come in and say hello. We can't understand that he is dead. We don't understand that he is dead. Mr Viktorovs had been a mechanic and welder for many years and had been a good provider for his family. When the pandemic started, many lives changed. He lost his job and something went wrong in our lives, said Cynthia. The couple separated two years ago, but Eurus saw his children often. However, Eurus's lifestyle deteriorated and he became involved with a new social group. The last time his family saw him was early last Tuesday, when he dropped off a gift for his seven-year-old son to mark his name day, a Latvian celebration. In a card, Eurus wished his son a happy name day and asked him to share the gift with his little sister, aged three. Eurus's mother and other family also live in Tullow. They currently do not know when they will be able to hold a funeral for him. Mr Viktorovs was one of a group of five people drinking in a house in Ballyconnell on Thursday. Mr Viktorovs died after sustaining a fatal injury after a dispute arose. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Gardaí were alerted at 8.15pm last Thursday by ambulance control. Gardaí sealed off the house and completed a forensic examination of the property on Sunday. The spokesperson said it was a complex investigation, with Gardaí looking into the sequence of events that led to Mr Viktorov's death, as well as the relationships among those in the house. It is understood that people regularly moved in and out of the Ballyconnell property. Two people were arrested in connection with the death, a woman and man both in their 30s. They are residents of County Carlow. They were both released over the weekend without charge. Files are being prepared for the DPP. The Garda spokesperson said, Anyone who has information that might assist the Garda investigation, whether it's big or small, please do come forward. Anyone with information is asked to contact 
Balting Glass Gartha Station on 059 6482610. Warm tributes pour in for the late Paddy O'Neill. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Tributes from all over Carlow and beyond flooded in on the death of a much-loved Carlow man, Paddy O'Neill. Paddy, aged 71, had lived most of his life in a caravan on the side of the road at Balnacarrig Road, Quinna, Carlow, where he was cherished by his many neighbours. They were in shock on Friday morning when Paddy was discovered in his caravan by one of his friends. That night, residents in the area held a vigil in his honour and to remember their friend. It was a shock to us all the way he went. He was one of us. He was one of our neighbours and it didn't matter whether he lived in a palace or a caravan, said his friend Tommy Snoddy. Paddy and his mother Josephine arrived in the Quinna area back in 1974 when they lived in a barrel wagon. Even after his beloved mother died, Paddy continued living by the side of the road despite the hardship living that life entailed. With no electricity, heat or running water, Paddy lit a fire outside every day where he'd boil a big black kettle of water. He was a familiar sight to many people in Carlow as he rode his bike into town to get messages or something to eat. Most of all though, people remember him being at his caravan on the Balnacarrig Road where generations of passers-by and neighbours would stop and chat. He also loved to have a cup of tea with his neighbours and liked to keep an eye out for them. He was so well liked here, he felt comfortable here and never wanted to move. He lived his own way and kept everything right. He could talk about any subject in the world. He didn't have a television, but he did have a radio, so he listened to the news on that, continued Tommy. The neighbours would do anything for him, but he was a proud man and would never take charity. We helped in whatever way we could, and that was to be his friend. There was always someone there talking to him. He was so well known and very well liked. I've known him since I was a teenager and he was a very private person. He was a shy, gentle sort of person, and once you got to know him, he was your best friend, he said. Another neighbour, Desi Ammon Sr., fondly recalls Paddy as a lovely fella, an absolute gentleman. He was a great neighbour. A lot of people knew him. He was a very popular chap. Paddy's remains, reposed at Lacey's funeral home, John Street, Carlow, yesterday, Monday. Removal is this morning, Tuesday, at 11am, to arrive for Requiem Mass at 11.30am in the Cathedral of the Assumption, Carlow. He will be laid to rest in St. Mary's Cemetery, Carlow, beside his beloved Mammy. He will be missed by his many friends and neighbours. If everyone in the world was like Paddy, it would be a better place. He'll be very much missed around here. It's the end of an era for us, concluded Tommy.